Good morning, folks. My name is Michael Bumpus, and you are listening to The Five Seat. Week number two of the podcast, and we have a lot of great things to talk about. One, we must touch on that Seahawks situation. Pete Carroll woke up one morning, he said, hey, we're not getting it done. We got to switch it up. And that's exactly what they're doing. And we're going to talk about it, too. Nick Saban won his sixth national championship. He's got one with LSU, five with Alabama. This man should be considered the GOAT, and we're going to talk about it. Also, what about that Alabama kicker? I don't know if you saw what I saw, but during that overtime period, he was not ready to go. He was not prepared, and I will tell you why. Jacob Eason, the highly touted Lake Stevens quarterback who accepted an offer to play for the University of Georgia, got hurt this year, was replaced by a freshman, Looks like he's headed back home to the Northwest. Word on the street is he will enroll at the University of Washington. Last but not least, we're going to touch on the NFL, the playoffs this weekend. Who's going to win? Who's not going to win? Why? Why not? Let's get into it. This is Michael Bumpus. You are listening to The Five Seat. Let's get it. Yeah. Folks, let's dive right into it. Let's talk about Bevel. Bevel, the former offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. Let's not forget the things that this man has helped the Seahawks accomplish. Okay, people remember the New England game, the Super Bowl game, where he didn't hand the ball off to Marshawn. He threw a slant. Hey, I'm a receiver. I see what he was trying to do. There's a rub. If guys don't execute, okay, it doesn't happen the way you planned it. And now Bevel has been the bad guy for the last few seasons. But let's not forget, Bevel helped this team go to five straight playoff bursts. And we ain't had to touch his ass neither. Hold on, I'm going to let it pause right there. Y'all hear that? Get on with it, motherfucker. Y'all hear that? Hold on, when's it coming? I'm waiting for that beat. That kind of messed me up right now. We're going to roll with it. <laughs> All right, five straight playoff bursts, back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, 1-1 Super Bowl, three, only three out of the seven years he was the offensive coordinator were they outside the top ten, excuse me, top five as a rushing team. Only three times out of those seven years was he outside of the top half of the league when it came to the passing game. So obviously this guy knows what he's doing his experience, he's helped Russell Wilson in his development, he has helped the Seattle Seahawks reach the pinnacle and stay at the top tier of offenses in the NFL. So what went wrong? I'll tell you what went wrong. Bevel is the product of his personnel. Okay, granted, we'd like him to call different plays and Everyone's an offensive coordinator, and hindsight is always 2020. But when it comes down to it, in the NFL, you need to be able to run the ball, and the Hawks were not able to do that. The Hawks are a zone scheme offense. That means you need a back who's going to hit the B gap, cut back if things are wrong, and make something happen. And we do have Mike Davis, Chris Carson. Uh, McKissick, Rawls, a plethora 
of running backs in the backfield. We did not have that beast mode to make Bevel look like he was an offensive genius. I don't think anyone calls him that in the Northwest. But he didn't have the guys to get it done. He didn't have the guys. Okay, two, he didn't have the line to get it done. Our brightest spot on the line right now, I have to say, is Britt. Britt has played a few different positions, and he's been the most consistent on that line. And now you throw in Fetty. Fetty, the most penalized player in the NFL, is on your team. On the team who is, who is the most penalized team in the NFL, it's a recipe for disaster. Recipe for disaster. If you notice, late in the season, Bevel called a lot of play actions. Play action boot, play action boot. Get Russell outside the pocket. The reason why it doesn't work is there's no run game. The Hawks need a run game. There was no run game, so play action boot is no longer a factor. Two, short game. We have no quick game. There is no three-step drop, boom, let it go. No quick game. Everything that Russell was asked to do was downfield, take a five-step drop with a hitch, look downfield, and fire away. If you don't have a run game, you don't have a quick game, you're forcing Russell Wilson to throw the ball down the field into double coverage, triple coverage, you become predictable, and that's exactly what happened. Bell was a good guy, good offensive coordinator. I've heard great things about him. He's a family man. He's a stand-up guy. I get it. But if you do not have the personnel to run the offense that you want to run, it's just not going to work. I'm an offensive coordinator myself at the high school level. Obviously, I don't do what Bevel does. But I'm a 60-40 pass guy. You know what I was this year? 60-40 run guy because of my personnel. And that was the downfall of Bevel. He did not adjust his play calling to his personnel. Quick game. There's no quick game. There's no slants. There's no outs. There's no hitches. Everything's downfield. Russell's running for his life. Biggest pickup this year was Dwayne Brown to, to protect that blind side in the games where we needed him to do it the most. He struggled. Still a great player. Just didn't, didn't get it done when it was time to get it done. Bevel, we love you. Great seven years. You were handcuffed. Not your fault. You're going to get a job. We'll see you there. Yes, sir. Michael Bumpus with the 5C. We're going to talk about Nick Saban right now. This man won his sixth national championship on Monday. He now has five with Alabama, one with LSU. He is officially the GOAT. If there is any coach who needs a statue up while he is still coaching, this is the man. I've been an Alabama hater for a while, but it is what it is. Game recognized game. I respect the man and what he does. Let's run down his resume, a portion of his resume. Since 2009, he has one season where his team has lost more than two games. He's won five national titles. He has one undefeated season. In 2017, Alabama had the number one rushing defense, the number one scoring defense, and the number one total defense. They were also number one against fourth down conversions, but uh-oh, they were number 18 as a red zone defense. But why is that? That's a skewed stat. Teams don't get in the red zone against Alabama. Therefore, they don't have the opportunities to fail. Defense, defense, defense. Defense wins championships. It's a cliche. Every coach says it, but it is true. It is what it is. 
The defense carried Hurts this year. The defense allowed Alabama to have a quarterback with a decent arm, but great feet to get it done. What did Nick Saban do when that quarterback with a decent arm and great feet couldn't get it done? They went to that number two quarterback, that lefty, that freshman who had an arm who could get it done. It's amazing seeing the freshman who played in the national championship game. That lets you know truly how deep Alabama is. When a freshman throws a ball to a freshman to win a national championship game, that lets you know how deep they are. And then they bring a freshman in to run the ball. That lets you know how deep they really are. Quick story about Nick Saban. 2003, I'm a 17-year-old guy. I'm ranked top 10 in the country at my position. I was a wide receiver. I go down to LSU on my official visit. I'm at practice. I'm watching Jamarcus Russell spin the ball. And then I see this 5'8 guy yelling, screaming, spitting, getting in guy's face. Head coach Nick Saban. He invites me upstairs to his office to talk football. I go into his office, vaulted ceilings, big desk, walls look like libraries, and he asks me, he goes, why do you want to be an LSU Tiger? At that moment, I did not want to be an LSU Tiger. I was not ready to be coached and critiqued at the level that he does it. The same reason why I didn't want to go to LSU is the same reason why he's won five national titles and continues to produce great football players. The SEC is a different beast. I played against them. I've lost against them. The intensity is real. There's nothing like it. Nick Saban has found a way to harness that talent and make it work. Let's get it.